What's up, guys? Josh Bushing here, Fairly Awesome Podcast crew, ready for episode 22. I'm joined with my brother, Nate. Hey, what's going on? And Ryan. Hey, how's it going? What's up, guys? Episode 22. <laughs> I feel like you took my intro. <laughs> hey, 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 that guy. That guy <laughs> over there talking. So we've got some, some pretty cool uh, podcast topics this week. <clears throat> Nate, you brought up uh, gamer soundtracks. You wanna you wanna take us into this? I surely do want to take you into this. <laughs> take you right into my right into the melody of, brain. of awesomeness. Into, this in, this sounds horrific, actually. Into my brain. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like gamer soundtracks, gamer game soundtracks uh, these days are uh, very memorable. In fact, I would say even the last twenty years, even in the the NES era have been memorable and have stuck with us. Um, and I, I thought it would be interesting to explore the idea of which soundtracks have stuck with you hmm. um, over the years and which ones you still kind of listen to even to this day. Um, I would submit that mine has actually been Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2. I listen to those a lot. Like really? I'll listen to those at work while I'm working on whatever it is. Interesting. I, I do internet i'm not telling you <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is i do in my secret lab um no yeah I, I i listen to mass effect a lot um some of the other ones i listen to uh i listen to the unreal the original unreal soundtrack um uh, and uh oh, let's see what else I was going to say final it, final fantasies i guess is it, is it different now that you're an adult versus when you were a kid you know, I mean, you're not listening to Zelda soundtrack. No, 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 not like the eight bit Zelda. But I know people that do are into the chip tunes. I'm not as huge into the chip tunes. Um, yeah, well, that's what the, that's kind of what the, the yeah, colloquially call them. But um, no, I I I think um, I think they uh, they they sort of have that nostalgic feel. Like when I listen to it, like it kind of recalls a moment. Like when I first heard that soundtrack, I think maybe that's why it sticks with you more. Mm-hmm. Like a, in a video game, like versus a movie. Like a movie, you kind of remember that moment, but like in a video game, you're like, oh, I remember this moment when I heard this sound or this song and I did this in the game. Right. You it, know? it instantly takes you back yeah. to whatever age yeah, you were exactly. and what you were doing and where exactly. you were playing the game. Yep. And, yep. yep. Um, so I, I, I listened to those. Some of those. Um, I think are, are just so well written that it seems like it's after the fact that I come in and I'm like, oh man, this was actually really good. Like the Halo soundtracks are amazing. Right. That's the one I was going to say. Yeah. Is like, especially the, the last one, because it was like... Four? Halo 4 was yeah. released right when dubstep was like commercially in its, in its big mainstream swing. And uh, they had done... They had like pre-released their soundtrack before the game came out, mm-hmm. and it was like this—I don't know—I want to say almost like tribal meets dumb dubstep. Yeah, and and that was that was really cool. I listened to that for quite a while. I still have that, mm-hmm. um, and that's not super nostalgic, uh, but I, I mean the Mass Effect ones are good. I listen to those from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, there's. Um, there's a couple others that I listened to, I'm trying to think of, of what they were. Um, you know, especially the the, the Mass Effect Two was was fantastic. You're yeah, right. I, do, I actually don't think I have Mass Effect Three downloaded, but I know that uh, it was a different artist. They went with uh, somebody else that kind of like riffed on what uh, Jack 
Jack Horner, Jack something. Not Horner. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't remember his name. First name was Jack, but he uh, he was the one that did the first two, and then they got a different uh, different recording artist to do the third. So Assassin's so Creed Four. I, I will put this one out there. Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Yes. Is not a soundtrack that I would probably listen to while at work, but it is one that gets stuck in your head. Really? Yes. It, <laughs> like because it's all. Uh, Pirate songs and whatnot, they get the sh- stuck in the your head. The sea shanties. The sea shanties get stuck in your head. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> seriously, they're just like playing through my head right now. Well, I was going to say, most game music to me is very memorable, even more than, like, even more than songs in some ways. Like, you know, like, when I think of Mega Man, I think of some of the songs that yes, I'm going to hear when I play the, the game or something like the stages that each and one had to because they repeat. They're short little I, yeah, things. They're, they're very short. So, mm-hmm. like, after a while, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of just... And and I wonder if there's a play with that, with the music, whether you like that particular boss or not. You're oh, like, if the me. stage is ex- yeah. extremely hard and you hear the music over and over and over again, you're, you're like, done. okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I hate Bubble yes, Man. Yes! <laughs> there, there, there is a... Uh, oh, what is it? In, in Mega Man X2, there is a... Uh, God, what is that? Is it Sigma? Thinking of there's like a the there's a stage anyway at the end after you beat all the the masters the not robot masters but whatever they were in, yeah, in okay. Mega Man X two and there's a stage at the end I remember having to try to do this really difficult jump to get um it was like the the uppercut in that game because oh. you could unlock like this Doctor Light capsule in the final stages and you could unlock a um basically by doing this really difficult maneuver where you like air dash and then you use like some item to turbo burn or something over the other way. So you air dash one way and air dash the other way. And it was really hard with these spikes and the song like that was playing in there is stuck in my head right now. Like I could hear it's like, and I just, I hate it because I know exactly what that means. It's like, like, cause I died so many times trying to get that God damn, capsule and i couldn't get it <laughs> yeah because and so that music is like memorable. yeah it makes yeah. it memorable yeah. so like I, but then you hear it and you're like immediately tense up i tense up yeah and even when Tendo i like go back and play it yeah and like i start sweating to... my palms so if just... you if nate ever goes to prison <laughs> and yes. bubba comes up with a boom box and that song is gonna not like this bubba not like this yeah that's what's gonna happen i don't yeah, yeah, no, it is. I He's do. like, world's exploding. Yeah, it does. It does send me to, like, a dark place, guys. I, <laughs> I think that's, like, I don't know. Some of the soundtracks that I really enjoyed were, you know, um, Final Fantasy VI or three was really cool. Three, mm-hmm. Super NES, three, uh, six, everywhere else. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that, that, like, opera music is very, very iconic. It just, it, you know, I think... Uh, for the ones that are sixteen bit, I was gonna say the ones that are like those those old eight bit or or sound eight bit, you know. Yeah. Um, the the ones I like of those are where they're like remade, like fully, like you know. There's like the concert that tours generally during the winter or whatever. The, the video games game. live, right? Yeah. Music yep. of video games. Josh and I actually saw that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And I think that would be really cool if somebody like that redid the Final Fantasy music because that is so incredible like i i heard a guy yeah. uh that did uh 
he did like a lot of the Mega Man stuff in in like Heavy in Metal, Bidar. right? Yeah. And that was incredible. That was yes. really good. Well, I was gonna say like Mega Man X. That most of it was like a MIDI guitar that they used over it. And it would be awesome to hear that done. And a lot of people have done that, like on YouTube. You can go out and find that kind of music redone. Um, I know Final Fantasy. They had a. a I'm gonna murder his name. Uh, the original composer, no, Nobuyu, no, Yube, Yumatsu, Yumatsu, yep. the uh, composer from all, most of the Final Fantasy music. He was in a actually in a band called the Black Mages, yes. which is uh, they do like a metal version of kind of some of the Final Fantasy stuff. Huh. And they took like, like the battle music stuff. and some of that, yeah. and they would take it and sort of use some of his pieces, like he'd play the organ in it or whatever. Mm. Um, I know. Uh, one of the battle themes in in Final Fantasy VI is in there. I'm pretty sure, like the the final Maybe battle. The Kafka battle. Or yes, yeah. So I, I'm dancing mad. Is yeah, that what it is? Dancing mad. So. Something like that. Either way, um, yeah. I think I think that's where you see the the full realization of the, what that sound, what they were trying to create with this little 16 bit sound module or 8 bit in the case of Nintendo. That that got me through a lot of times. That and Killer Instinct. <laughs> We 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 snagged the like one of the like first release copies of Killer Instinct, and it came with the CD for the soundtrack. Yes, Saber Wolf's music was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of musics on that that CD that were awesome. There was a lot of like kind of metal, metally stuff, metal stuff. Yeah, just like, um, interesting. You still have that? I think so. Huh. I think it's probably scratched to hell at this point. It might probably. be. You can probably find play. it somewhere. Sure, yeah, you yeah, you can it. go download it. The theme for it, yeah, it was really very, very guitar driven, sort of so, hard rock. I, Quake I, was another one because that was all. Oh, trend Quake was awesome. Nine you know what? Yeah, you know what? I almost forgot about that. Quake yeah. had their whole score done by Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Trent Reznor, yeah, was was the creepy and, and just industrial sound. If yes, you go back and listen to it, it's so ambient and atmosphere, and I love that. Like the thing about atmospheric music too is like it's. It really is um, dividing. Like you'll get one audience that really loves it, and one that's like, "What is this?" Like, right? They don't understand it because it. it's like, not structured the same way. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was gonna say another one I forgot to mention in in my earlier talks. Uh, Half Life Two. I actually listened to Half Life Two a lot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it's very ambient. Like to somebody who's never played the game, if they were to listen to it, they'd be like, "This is horrible." You know, and to listen to it, it just doesn't evoke anything to them because they haven't been in the there's game. no experience yeah no for experience. me i'm like i hear a section i'm like i remember that i walked out and saw this and it's freaking that, raven yeah. Like, like, it's yeah. raven yeah raven home like you know exactly we don't I, I, i'm about to hear david tell come toss me a shotgun because <laughs> <laughs> i always thought the, the preacher that was at raven home looked like david david tell, tell. Yeah. yes we made jokes about that so no yeah it was um the other one I'm gonna say that I don't I don't listen to the soundtrack, but I mean the soundtrack in the game was really good. Skyrim. Oh, I could just yeah. sit there and kind of wander around. The, it made it, it made it good because the the it was, it was atmospheric. Sort of, it, yeah, and, yeah, and melodic and, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. you could you could sort of just sit there listening to it and explore, and it, it kind of made you want to do that. And that's that was really good. I think yeah. a good yep. a good pairing for the game to get. Uh, Each music town that, had its own music too. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, so like that, that that was a, a good example of a soundtrack. My favorite, um, like current, I would say, but it's not really current. It's like last gen, but ODST. 
Oh, that man. soundtrack. Yeah, that's a really good soundtrack. Now you say that. that, I I listen to that a lot. Um, you know, so there's the I you you just trip something for me. Okay, and that's a lot of racing games have phenomenal soundtracks as well. Oh my god, yeah. Gran Turismo three. Oh, I man. remember playing that with you guys. Yes, and I remember like going, "This is a phenomenal soundtrack." We were so we went all right. the, was the, that the Apollo four forty? Yes. Yep. Cold Rock the Mike. Cold Rock the yeah. Mike. Yeah. Or was that Gran Turismo two? I can't remember. It, was it might have been. Those. It might have been, been two, two, but it was Gran Turismo for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I so then from there, that. the Need for Speed games have had fantastic uh, soundtracks. In fact. Um, I think it was Need for Speed Most Wanted had a soundtrack a that I still listen to. Right around that time frame that started realizing that you could go and, and the licensing for, you know, actual legit songs were were doable because the computer processing within the console could do it. Right. So then they were like, hey, we could throw this in there and, you know, get more people to pique their interest because they're actually playing treat it, music. Treat it like satellite radio, just, right? Grand, yeah, Grand like Theft Auto stuff. 3, for like example. Like MIDI stuff, you know, blast mm-hmm. in the background get, gets kind of annoying. But you've got like a you know, current classic rock station that's playing, you know, like any of the... Um, well, like, I didn't know about Grand Junkie XL. Games. I didn't know about Junkie XL until Need for Speed. Yeah. So, like, when I played that game and that came on, I was like, this is freaking awesome! Yes. <laughs> that's good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it brings out, like... It adds, I think, a lot of flavor to an experience that you're already playing. You know, like, music in general does that, but it just it continues to add that element within the game. And then you'll tie that to something that happens, like we were talking about yeah. before game. And you know I what like I do, I do find interesting, solid. though? Zelda, probably the most thought-out earliest, you know what I mean? Like, as far as the what the music was going to be, and that's not something I really listen to a whole lot. And I don't, like, get in the games thinking, wow, this soundtrack kicks ass. Yeah, like, like which I mean? one? Which was like oh, Zelda. Ocarina's pretty good. Yeah, I would say... I would say yeah, it was pretty good. It was maybe okay. Link's... Link's or I was going to say Link to the Past, had some memorable soundtracks, but most of it is, like, repeated <laughs> in each dungeon. Well, yeah, like, I, I play... just, like, ready to go on an adventure. No, yeah, exactly. The last, um, <laughs> the last, uh, uh, what was it? The 3DS game, I'm thinking, uh, Link Between Worlds, where they did the kind of, like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, a spiritual successor to that game, had some of those same soundtracks just kind of, like, remixed, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so nostalgic. Like, I just felt like I was playing Link the past again you yeah. know like I felt like it was back Super in Nintendo, 1993 yeah. yeah it just had that same sort of feel that's awesome yeah no it's and they have a they have like a milk bar in uh, Link Between Worlds where you can go and like pay this uh, this band and you give them like a few rupees and they'll play like soundtracks and they'll do it like it's like a guitar and a, a flute or ocarina or whatever it is playing the soundtrack from like some of the old old town music and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just really cool. It has this like nostalgic thing and you just, I like sat there and listened to it while I was, while I was playing it. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, this is like a weird surreal moment where I'm like sitting here almost like in a bar listening to music. Like I should have a beer next to me and be like, I remember 93. This was fantastic, you guys. You don't even know who the fuck this band is, but I do. <laughs> Good segue for it. This old man met me out in the Boy. desert and was like, here, take this. Yeah, take surprise and Announcement: Nintendo, bring back games <laughs> to the mobile devices. Oh uh, yeah, no shit. Oh my god, no, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was okay. really good. Yes. So I, I think that about sums it up for ones that I yeah, really just, remember. Mm-hmm. Really liked. It's good, good topic. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm uh, moving on. Um, I guess 
was it scientist who came up with this this fifty three? Okay, yeah, so we so, we saw the other day that uh, British Petroleum, so BP. Oh, it's BP. Okay, did uh, sort of a world analysis of how much oil reserves are left. Right, this isn't natural gas, isn't fossil fuels. It's it's just, just oil reserves. Oil. Okay, and they. They estimate that there's, at our current rate of consumption, there's 53.3 years remaining of oil, right? So I would say that we started using oil heavily at maybe 1900. Yeah. You know, late like, 1800s, maybe. Industrial yeah, Revolution. I, yeah, I would still Industrial say even, even then, 1900 is a pretty good year because not everybody had cars yet, but the oil was being used a lot for like, you know, big. Big, uh, big machinery, yeah, lubrication. Right. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. So I would say that that about starts it. So yeah, we're about you know 120 years into using oil. We have 53 years left, and that's you know if you t- take a scientific approach as opposed to a b- biblical approach, we've got you know millions of years of of oil deposits. We got 53.3 years left according to BP. Now the, that that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Now there's a couple of things here. Like one part, I think about this, and I'm like, "Geez, that is so soon!" Like we are, yeah, it's know, within our lifetime, right? Yeah. For most of us, maybe, yeah, right. Depending on medical advances, and yet and we got big markets still coming in that will have even more cars using fuel even more quickly, mm-hmm. and that's you know India and China. Yep. Assuming that in the next fifty years we don't have another emerging market, which we will, you know, yes. what I mean, it's it's gonna be. It's going to be crazy to see what happens. Now, what this assumes, and they're huge assumptions, is that we aren't going to, or that we are going to continue consuming fuel at the same rate, or oil at the same rate. That was their assumption. That they say at current assumption, or at the current rate of consumption, <laughs> increase too. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. Right? Fuel economy of cars has been steadily going up. That's true. Um, there's technology that, as it gets more expensive, as we get to less and less reserve, the price will continue to skyrocket, which makes other modes of transportation or whatever. I mean, the big consumption is gasoline itself, right? Right. I mean, we still use oil for almost all lubricants are based in in some form of oil. Even synthetics are are based in some sort of uh, oil, uh, you know, at its root. So it's going to be a little worrisome that even if we switch over to not using gasoline, that's really not that long for all of our other, <laughs> lubrication other, yeah. needs. No, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but sorry, on the sorry, flip side, sorry, Ryan, you're gonna have to look for Astroglide somewhere else, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's water based, <laughs> whatever. It's so the, the Josh would know, water based, <laughs> no, um. The, the flip side of this is I remember being in like the fifth or sixth grade and, you know, in science class, they're, they're talking to you about fossil fuels and they drew like a gas gauge, you know, and they drew the needle on, on E, you know, that there's only a tiny bit left. And I'm like, really? I mean, if we've been going 120 years, we got 53.3 years left. That's not on E. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's about a third of a tank left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. On one side, I'm a little surprised that it's that long. On the other side, so, you know, on the other side, I'm I'm surprised we have that long left. You know. Yeah. 
current consumption. That's interesting. I guess, I, I don't know. Because I, it could go either way. There's, yeah, there's going to be more population using fuel here pretty soon. They won't be using high-tech, you know, they won't be using hybrids. They'll just be using easy internal combustion engines because they're cheap. Right. So the solution to this, right, is to find alternative resources that we can use for cars. Right. Or or, or transportation or in, in oil in any regard, right? Right. As I energy. Mean, some sort of creative lubricant, yeah. too. Yeah. That yeah. could double as the. And I think we can come up with compost. synthetic. Yeah. I think we can come up with synthetics that, that can accomplish that. Yeah, I mean, we'll there's stuff that that can can work. It's not like it's going to be the apocalypse when this you know when this hits or whatever, because right. it will will have seen it coming much sooner than. I mean, right now they're saying fifty some years, you know, in another. The price of a price of a tank of gas in like twenty we'll years is going to be so beyond what we can afford right. that that we'll have to have something. There will be a market to for make our else. market to make our economy even work. Right. I mean, okay. The the other thought is. Assuming they find no new reserves of oil, which they're finding new reserves of oil all the time. You know, I mean, they'll be like, oh, my God, you know, now we just fracked under, you know, this area and we found some more fossil fuel. They, they find oil reserves in the same way. Um, so if they find more reserves, that number will go up. So it's not something that we need to, like, be super worried about. But, I mean, 53 years left, we've only been going 120 years. That kind of surprises me. I always thought that we had more than that. I always knew that there'd be like a finite number, but astronomically large finite number. You know, yeah. We like got an entire planet base, but then we have all kinds of other things out in space. Would this maybe start up a, um, if they find out it's either lower or, you know, faster, do you think that this will help maybe get governments united to fund more expeditions? Well, what's interesting about that is... We got to figure out another way. I mean, because you, you're talking about space exploration to try and find more right. fuel. We burn a shitload of fuel just to do that. Mm. So we got to figure out a better way of getting into space as well, because that burns a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say the space the space program probably is responsible for at least a mm. decent chunk. You know, yeah, I mean, chunk, they burn they burn a lot, but I mean, not. Not really even on the blip of a radar, I don't think. Compared to what we burn as an well, so entire to species. How many, I mean, think of how many people, like, fill up at a gas station. How many times you, you know, you yeah. pull the handle out and then dribble, dribble. Right. Like, there's probably more in the dribbles all across the country and in the world. Than what NASA's than used. Than what NASA's used. Yeah, perhaps. That's very true. I mean, the... But we are sort of at a limit of chemical proportion anyway when right, it comes right. to... You know, space exploration. So we got to figure kind of out something there. Point. We need yeah. something bigger. We need better. anti-gravity, you guys. Anti-gravity? Anti-gravity. <laughs> Antimatter? Is that what you were going to say? No, anti-gravity. Anti-gravity. Yes. So we just float out into yeah, space. Yeah, we just float out into space. Turn nice. it on and float. Incubus wrote a song about that. That's why we should do it. The love song. <laughs> yeah, the love song. It's a love song, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, so I think, yeah. I think the first thing we'll see are people getting way more fuel efficient vehicles. I think we'll see more mass transit take over yeah. because that's more fuel efficient. It's hard to do like uh, in the States simply because our land mass is just so massive. And, and it's so spread out. Our infrastructure is so... Yeah, I mean, like you, you could space. do it to cities, but I don't think you could do like mass transit unless you had some sort of mass transit stations set up across and then, you know, just had 
I think part of it is though. because we make we make driving like freely driving so affordable. Yeah. That well, there's no incentive right. to do that stuff. If there was less incentive to just drive freely, yeah. we would have mass transit systems because there would be demand for it. You know what I mean? Right now, if they build a mass transit from well, we're we're getting there. Yeah, that's I mean, true. It's we, how much like multitasking we like we're doing, and how much more stuff that they continue to add to you know people's jobs or ideas and stuff. So maybe more of those kinds of people spend more time on on a train, taking advantage of you know travel time. Yeah. Versus, or on a flight, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be the other thing is that I wonder if it'll change like our. Like you know, flight travel right now, air travel pretty is, cheap as well. Right. I wonder what does that go significantly up. Well, I would say honestly, I've seen a huge increase in it. I used to I used to fly a lot back in you know two thousand five two thousand six that era, and even in the last eight years, it's gone up exponentially compared to what I'm used to paying yes. for a flight ticket, like like two hundred percent more. Yeah, for a I ticket. think that's about right. Yeah. Now, is that just the natural progression of, of you know, like, of prices? Yeah. Every seven years, they expect a double. Possibly. Yeah. yeah maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, car prices are going up as well. You yeah. Know, you look at car prices at two thousand versus car prices now, and you know it's it's laughable. Yeah. You know what? You could buy this for that. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens, but I think it'll be a gradual change, and we'll see we'll see. Some reasonable expectation of, of travel still available, even when prices get ridiculous. Yeah, maybe maybe the hydrogen-powered cell or whatever else yeah, it is perhaps. out there. You know, solar-powered cars, who knows what we'll have. I mean, you've got Tesla right now doing uh, electric. fully electric cars. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, like, the Chevy Volt, which uses... Uh, it's an electric car with an onboard generator that you can use gas to recharge the... the uh, electric batteries but i think the the tesla model might be where things go just because it's not the compromise you yeah. know so long as they get infrastructure that's a much better method yeah you know what i mean it's way cheaper too like per mile what you pay with those as opposed to it's true but there's still like how much of the yeah they're high end cars oil right now cool like burning side stuff to to produce the power used to charge the batteries that the bolt drives on. That's a very good point. But you know what's an easier problem to solve? Cleaning up the, the grid, which is sort of dirty power right now. You know, Maybe more uh, but, but nuclear, okay. solar, nuclear hydrogen, nuclear. whatever I mean, it takes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if we're talking 53 years of, of oil reserves, just opening that up so that it's on the power grid, which you can improve the power grid over time you know yep. i have no issues with them using coal to you know to supplement the the power grid right now i mean we've we've got a lot of of fossil fuels and so long as it i'm not saying you know oh god you know let's cut everything and just no, go no. totally green but i mean they can that can be an incremental process and it's way easier to do that than it is change over to using you know hydrogen corn cars. gas or, or hydrogen, yeah. yeah right it's it's easier to do that, I think. You know, to say okay, you know, because you have the small being... 
small grid updates, right? You just go here, we, we replace this power station with this, we replace this with this instead of yeah, replacing millions of cars with this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's so, too many small satellites to replace. Exactly. Eventually it'll so, take over, but yeah, I get we'll, what you're saying. We'll hmm. see how that goes. But yeah, a little little staggering seeing that 53 <laughs> years left. Yeah, that is really crazy. BP, if you're right, we uh, we salute you, I think. I don't know. I don't they know had upward. They probably, they probably projected upward guidance as soon as they <laughs> fifty three years. Yeah, That's we ex guys. we expect massive, massive profits. <laughs> oh shit! Crazy. Speaking of crazy, there's a guy in Columbus, Ohio. That is crazy. Who would I, live in Columbus, Ohio? Uh, seriously. <laughs> right, like okay, so this Columbus, Ohio, Ohio listener. He's I'm like, sorry. Screw you guys. I'm sorry, Columbus, Click. Ohio listener. <laughs> All right, so Columbus, Ohio. There's yes. a guy. His his name Zach Danger Brown. Danger is my middle name. <laughs> did he watch a lot of Austin Powers? He might on? have. Okay. So just... what is Danger is his middle name uh, doing that is so notable in Columbus, Ohio? He's making potato salad. That does sound dangerous. Uh, it, does it involve it, mustard? It, it might. Oh, it's his okay. first potato salad. Oh my god! All right. So for for any of the listeners who are not familiar with this with this story, uh, apparently he set up like a ten dollar uh, Kickstarter. He was just like, "Hey, here, help me fund making potato salad." I don't know if he did it as like initially as a joke, or if he, <laughs> he was had just he had it was like a dare or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He got drunk one night. Was Either like, way, eh, Kickstarter sounds great. <laughs> as of as of us taping tonight, he's at forty nine thousand four hundred and eighty dollars. Oh my god! With, with five thousand nine hundred and eighty three backers, and he still has nineteen days to go on his funding. I am in the wrong business here. That's <laughs> no, all I, needed, I have to say. I needed to kickstart my my uh, my college. You know, I mean, forty nine thousand. <laughs> yes. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. I would afford it that way. So, uh, uh, yeah. What do you guys think about this? <laughs> <laughs> this is lunacy, and this is like what what happens when you get the internet behind whatever. You know, I mean, as soon as it was goes it a viral, 4chan thing? Is this like a 4chan or a Reddit thing? No, I think he just he started it with some friends or something, and then like it just got viral. a couple of it got viral. It got a couple of plays from some like local media because it hit hard. Like he got like a hundred or two hundred bucks, and he only wanted ten dollars for his initial like funding. That was like how much he needed for the funding for the product was ten dollars. That it's is like a thousand percent funding. That is yes. Freaking hilarious, yeah, dude! Yeah. Oh my god! Like if you look through some of his uh, his original um, like stretch goals, you know, how, like if you get funding, you know you're gonna get funded. You'll get like stretch goals, so they start like adding stuff. He's like at four fifty, he just stops making stretch goals. He's all like, guys, I I can't have all these people in my 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 room. <laughs> okay, so what what is he offering these people if they invest in? In kickstarting his potato salad adventure, what <laughs> this what, is, is, what did he get for that? It it really just depends on how much you back. Okay, what's the minimum? How, I if, think if minimum I wanted, is just like a dollar. If I wanted this guy to have a very delicious potato salad, 
what would I? <laughs> His stretch goal is like two hundred fifty-eight dollars was better mayonnaise from the natural food selection. Better mayonnaise. Uh, call a chef to get a better recipe, and then three fifty make way more potato salad and probably do a third recipe. So he, I guess he's doing like a recipe book, and he's got a whole bunch of other people. It's gonna be potato salad off. It's sort of like a, a chili off. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. So at a thousand dollars, he was like, "I'll do a live stream potato salad." He's like, twelve hundred dollars. I'll pay someone to film a thank you video to all my backers. He's like, three thousand. My kitchen is too small. I rent out a party hall and invite the whole internet to the potato salad party. Only ten dollars and above will be allowed in the kitchen. The internet loves potato salad. Let's show them the potato salad loves the internet. <laughs> and he's he slaughtered that goal. Like, I mean, that was. <laughs> So how many how many people are attending his potato salad extravaganza? Now I don't know how many actual people um, are gonna be there, but right now he's at almost six thousand backers. Six thousand backers. <laughs> Not even Jesus Christ fed the more than five thousand. Jesus Christ fed the five thousand. Uh, did not feed yeah. six thousand with potato salad. That's yeah, all. Okay, so like two dollars. We're gonna get struck by lightning. I'm glad we're in your basement. I know, dude. We're protected. We got if, two. If you only have like a dollar, I guess he's gonna send a thank you, uh, and he'll say your name out loud when he's baking the potato salad. That barely covers the stamp for the thank you. <laughs> a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Receive a photo of me making the potato salad, a thank you posted to the our website, and it will say your name out loud while making the potato salad. That was two dollars. Liar. So I don't look- think I mean really six thousand names. You're gonna this is gonna take you a year. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That is Jeez. ridiculous. Yes. Yes. So let's let's assume that I I don't know. Let's just do some rough math here. For easy sake, let's say 5,000 are going to attend this, right? <laughs> that the 1,000 and some are the less than $10 backers that can't can't go. They're just going to get a thank you. You know, okay. they threw a dollar at it. So let's say 5,000 people are going to show up in Columbus, Ohio for some delicious potato salad. And right? not rock on the range. <laughs> right, and not rock on the range. Good Lord. Uh, let's say, what do you think a normal serving is? Eight ounces? Yep. Half a pound yeah, maybe, of potato salad? Maybe, yeah, and that's His not pledge even is a lot. Like, he's got 375 people that have pledged $10 or more, and that's platinum level, according to this. How many? Three, 375. 375. They hang and, out and in the are, kitchen making the potato salad. Right, 375 cooks Yes. for potato salad. Oh, yes. my so, okay. God. So I think 5,000 is a pretty reasonable number for a number of people that are going to be there for this. Possibly, yeah. For the amount of potato salad, I'm going to say eight ounces of potato salad is a serving. <laughs> okay. Right, so half a pound. Jesus. 2,500 pounds of potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to see the I picture wanna... of them like bringing in this truck <laughs> of the giant amount of potatoes that they're gonna need in order to cook this oh up. Oh my god! Oh my Russia's god, gonna, gonna be, be crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there could wow. be accidents with that amount of potato well, salad. Seriously, yeah, probably. Seriously, there's gotta be. Oh my god! When was the last time you think we had a good suffocation by potato salad pile? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You think that's ever really happened? Well, but he has to think how many different recipes are gonna is he gonna have? Is it gonna be like a, a potato salad like taste off, and there'll be like three hundred different versions of potato salad? Oh, I don't know. That's at this a good point. Choice. I mean, I mean, he's got three hundred cooks, three hundred seventy-five cooks, three hundred seventy-five, and that number counting. could keep going up. 
It does. When, How long's he got to go on when, this? When, when is the seas? Nineteen. When is he days. doing the potato salad thing? I in guess, August or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think it listed here. Oh my god! I'm guessing it's just like it's whenever he gets crazy. Here, so. I I can't believe that. Like, you know what? I'm gonna Kickstarter. I'm feeling a, a big poop coming on, <laughs> and I would like some premium toilet paper. <laughs> If I get, I if guarantee. I get two, if I get two hundred dollars, I'll live stream the poop. I guarantee there'll be fifty thousand dollars back in that. Sh- <laughs> just crying on the side, gripping no, the side of the handle. Like, you'll take it from the flight of Vegas. You'll rent like the it'll biggest the tent, stage. tent house that you could possibly get, and then film it. No, it'll be on stage somewhere. If it gets big it'll enough. be circus. <laughs> 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 right. And Ryan's in the fountain, just like. There's circus. No, I'm <laughs> center stage on the toilet. Everybody else is like dancing around. Oh, me. Cirque de Crepe. Oh, that's that is fantastic. <laughs> that is. Oh. Oh my god! Pretty terrible, I, to be honest. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about this. I kind of would back that, Ryan. I want I, you to get right on that. Yep. You'd back it right up. <laughs> how many chipotle servings would I have to eat beforehand for this? No, I don't know. It's, it's, it is pretty messed up, though, that you can raise fifty thousand dollars for potato salad dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's saying. pretty crazy. Yeah. The, yeah, the power of the internet. Yeah. Power of the internet. Unique Word idea. What are some of the other ones that are like this, that are just absolutely off-the-wall Kickstarters you've seen? Ah. I don't know. Are there any that have really gone viral quite like this? Not that are, like, kind of a joke-related. Right. I'm, like, at least that I'm aware of. I mean, the, the ra- reading Rainbow one was pretty pretty crazy. It had the most Kickstarter, like, backers. Most number of backers. Over it, Oculus? Yes. Wow. Yes. Blew out. Now, it, I don't know if it had... Over the amount that Oculus, you know, how much they raised? Yeah, but number of backers. Sure. But number of backers, they they everybody can get behind bad. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, why not? It's uh, Levar, Levar Burton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that just ended not too long ago, like a week. When ago. when do they start filming that? Are they filming it now or the Reading Rainbow one? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm guessing he's gonna get into that. Very they soon. they did hit that that goal, so I'm pretty sure. Um, Seth MacFarlane is donating that million. Oh, they did hit that yep. double goal or whatever, double the money. So, Damn, that's yeah, crazy. It's like seven something mil. Wow. They, yeah, raised. That's pretty impressive stuff. Mm. Kickstarter, legit. Yeah, totes. It has fifty thousand dollars for your potato salad dinner. Just yeah. saying. Hey. Now, like, there's going to be a lot of things that probably come out oh, that yeah. aren't going to be as... Yeah, that don't, won't succeed. They won't. I don't think they'll go very far. Well, there's been good ideas or old games that people have been trying to bring back that haven't really succeeded. There's a lot the of... Kickstarter um, platform. The, I guess Harmony Gold is trying to get some Kickstarter funds for uh, bringing back Robotech? Bringing really? it back. like yeah. Not like letting it... Like doing some... Remaster or anything. Yeah, like, like let's doing bring some, it back and have... Well, doing something for it. I don't remember it. I'm going to look at it. That would be crazy. A lot of people snubbering over the Battletech Harmony Gold lawsuits. Yes. Yes, Harmony Gold is kind of so, a... Yeah. So, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe we do the bonus topic. Oh, oh bonus topic? Bonus are we, topic. Are we bonus what's, topic? Well, I mean, it's like bonus rant slash topic. Okay, what's... Lay it on me, Josh. All right, so give I... It, uh, give it to me. I have a, a favorites list on my Spotify... And the other day, this this song came on, and 
I was getting with it, and I was singing along, and all of a sudden, they... Wait, wait, wait. Can I just do my impression of what you were saying? He was like, I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> I don't think she cusses in that song. Anyhow. <laughs> I came in like a fucking wreck. <laughs> yes. Like a, like, a, like a fucking wreck. And uh, that's basically what happened. They They censored it. The song originally was the explicit version. And then... Rather than play, like, the one that uh, I think has a video of it. What uh, song are we talking about here? How uh, critical were the, the expletives? They're not really Was critical. it a Tupac song? No, no. Wasn't. Because those are kind of, it's kind of necessary in there. So, yeah. Josh is, is afraid to admit what he was listening to. What? No. Yes, <laughs> yes. Jason Derulo song. No, he was, yep, <laughs> yep. Just afraid to admit it. That's all he's saying. No. It's fine. My Little Pony's Island Adventure right, right, 3, the explicit version. <laughs> the explicit <laughs> song. The explicit was, version. He's like talking about getting his his uh, stuff together. And then it, he's like, had to get my shit together. And they bleeped it. They bleeped it. Instead, had to get then, my together. You're like... Uh, I think he said myself together in the music video. So I don't know why they didn't use that version instead of the obvious bleep in the song. So this would be sort of like... You know, back when Black Eyed Peas were the hot shit. Sure. And, you know, Let's Get Retarded gets turned into Let's Get It Started. And you're like, what the hell just happened to my song? Right. I agree with you here. It's it's kind of like, uh, leave it alone. Or leave my me. list alone. Like, that, like if, if the list is sound, then add a clean version to it. You know what I mean? Or like, hey, would you like to, and then give me an option to switch it. You know but they I mean? just did it. They just did it. And this is where, like, you know, the subscriptions to music is, lists and stuff. This is kind of akin to your mom going into your room when you're a kid and finding your explicit ones and then just replacing them, and you're like, the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> you're just kind of like, I was enjoying the list. Like, if, it, if there was an option to turn on or, you know, hey, we're putting in this profanity filter in case you're at, you know, a event and you want to listen to some music from us but you don't want your parents or there's kids around or whatever you don't want any of that kind of language being around you have the little filter button and you hit the button and it filters out anything that's you, right tries to find songs that won't or the you know there'll be clean versions of the songs that won't or if play. they don't have the clean version don't play right yeah i so, i totally agree do something like that well, don't, I, don't how mess is that with the hard? list like don't change the song just because you have you know what i mean like it was it's almost like shady that they just like eh, We'll just, like, Were they, was your whole list changed to clean? That I don't know. Um, well, no, Certainly the one no song. Just, just the one song is all I noticed. And then I played through some of the other songs, and no, that wasn't. Like, that wasn't changed. The CeeLo Green song was still the same. But then they had two different versions of that song. Weird. So I, That's I, very I, odd. I got, I got a little upset by it, because I was just like, okay... It would have been okay if they would have told me they were doing it, but instead they just went ahead and did it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know if it's like it's what's worse is like them asking for my permission and then if I don't ha- respond in a certain amount of time, they can go ahead and do it. That's fine. But if they didn't ask me permission, they, you know, they have my email address obviously because they take money from me every month. So it's not. Why is it hard to communicate? Hey, we're going to change this song. Right. Or hey, this song changed. It's in a couple of your playlists. Do you want to keep this song or do you want to change it? You know what I mean? How is that difficult? Like just a little bit of communication goes a long way with me. Right. It could so. have been a mistake. It could have been like they 
but it's Updated obviously clean. Be, it, it's obviously like changed. Yeah. And it was never like that before. Otherwise, I would have found the different version. Right. And I can't find the different version. There's like two. Uh, you that, can't find the explicit version. Right. There, it's not on there. So it it might have just been the artist himself. I don't know. But I wish that Spotify would have let me know. Mm-hmm. That we made an update to your playlist. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. You know what makes me feel better when that happens? Potato salad. <laughs> $50,000 of potato salad. Of potato salad. Yeah. About 2,500 pounds. I think I kind of want to take a bath in that potato salad. Mm-hmm. That's, say. <laughs> That's what should have been happening I with know, this. I know, right? Yes. Somebody should be swimming in potato salad. He should be like the Scrooge McDuck the Scrooge of, potato McDuck of potato salad. Potato salad. <laughs> you could dive into potato salad legitimately as opposed to a pool of of gold coins. Yeah. You'd break your neck on some gold coins. You would squish right into some potato salad. It depends on how boiled those potatoes are. Oh, man. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I think that about wraps it up. I uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed our topics this week. Our bonus topic, maybe. Yes. yes um, please leave any sort of feedback, comments, uh, make sure to like us, follow us on Facebook. That's uh, at uh, Fairly Awesome Podcast. Um, You're talking our, our Twitter, at Fapcast. At Fapcast. Indeed. And then it's Facebook. Facebook.com. Slash Fairly Awesome Fairly Podcast. Awesome. Indeed. Yes. Thank you. Same with the uh, YouTube account, right? It is. Fairly Awesome Podcast. Outstanding. We're learning these things. Indeed. The right. internets. They are learning us. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thumbs up, like, follow, tweet, twat, Subscribe. all that good stuff. Buy the mug. What? Do we, do we have mugs? No. We should have we mugs. We should have mugs. There should be mugs. I think we should have a store. I want a mug. Can we can press <laughs> this stuff. Yes. We, we should. should. That'd be awesome. Indeed. All right, all right guys. Toodles. Thanks for listening. <laughs>